When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there, good afternoon and a happy Monday to you. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. A bit of a come down in temperature yesterday and over the weekend. Of course, it was up around 90, 91, and now the rains come through and we're sitting at 63. A little cool off. That cold already? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my 63, gosh. Man. What the heck? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I mean, everyone's weekend claim to fame was that it was just so nice and hot and sweaty here. Yes, indeed. I mean, it was it hot was, and sweaty in Phoenix. Uh, we were having matching temperatures. I know we Julia. were. I mean, people were just like, Casey was just like, isn't summer supposed to be over? <laughs> Last gasp. Just, I mean, you know, there was, I don't know. Well, uh, so your weekend claim to fame was obviously you went out of town because you weren't here on Friday. It was, it was, I went to Phoenix and it was 103 yesterday, 105 and maybe 105. Yeah. But it's a dry heat, Lori. Mm-hmm. It was very humid it was, here. People it, were. I like, bet with the humidity and that heat, that'd be hot. The the boaters were happy and yeah. stuff, but like there was the Saint Croix Art Festival that was going on, you know, at Marina and Saint Croix, and just you know, the stifling, well, stifling yeah. heat. I asked my son, he had a baseball game yesterday, and he said, how'd you do? And he goes, it was hot. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of got that. It was hot. I really felt for the Gopher football players on that field on Saturday afternoon. Did you see the misters? They just had the misters going, and uh, a girlfriend of mine was at Lambeau Field yesterday, and she was like... That game. That game. Well, breaking news, breaking news, but it's not. But the Vikings have released the kicker, Daniel Carlson. <laughs> what? And reportedly <laughs> will sign Dan Bailey. That was, um, so I. I was, I was watching the game on uh, just on Twitter at sure. this art festival. I had a signal at Marina and St. Croix, so okay. I was able to just see. And I, I was like, it was an incredibly going back and forth close game. It was game. such a fun game. So I was in Phoenix with a Packer, massive Packer fan who right. literally. Is there a Packer bar in Scottsdale? That there was to? a Packer. It's a football gar- bar, but okay. there was a significant number of Packers. And there were some Viking fans, but she had this rubber purse the size of an iPhone with a handle that looks like a ch- slice of cheese, oh, a chunk of cheese. Oh when she came out in her Packer outfit, the green and yellow striped skirt, the go- Packer thing, the hat, and that cheese purse, I thought I was going <laughs> to die. And then my friend had a Dunianberg Viking bag yeah. that Marshalls had some of these. Oh my gosh. And on her Viking stuff on, it was it was very fun watching how people just get so into the game and going to a fun bar that played great music yeah. during the commercials. So it was, yeah. And every time the Packers scored, they'd play this song and do a Packer parade. 
It was wild dogs. <laughs> it, it, the dogs were welcome there, and they all had were on packer regalia. Oh my gosh! It was very funny. It was fun. That was a fun game to watch. But whoa, come on! You get one. You get paid to do one job, and that's to kick that damn football. Julia, the one thing I know about football, the only thing I know about football, is that the Vikings have been vexed by bad kickers as long as I've ever watched them. Since we went to the Atlanta Falcons, even Vikings. before that. Their history with bad yeah. kickers goes before that. It goes back to the 70s. Oh, Lorraine. No, it does. No, I know. And you know who I sat next to? So the flight out of Phoenix this morning was at 6.45 a.m. Uh-huh. Ian Punnett drove me to the airport. I stayed with Ian and Marjorie yesterday. They say hello to all of hello. you people. They're doing fantastic. We had such a lovely evening, and Ian cooked, and we just chatted. It was so nice. What are they doing? Um, well, Ian has got a job. He's going to be a professor at KS Kansas State. Really? And Communications? Yeah. Well, he's or teaching what? a media um, writing class, journalism, okay. you know, because wow. he graduated from Walter Cronkite School of Journalism at ASU. Mm-hmm. And Marjorie works for PBS down there. And she was As doing a, a food show. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And she had a massive scooter accident on those scooters. You know, A that Vespa? Was, no. The ones that oh, we've the been lime. talking about. The, yeah. the lime? The yeah. rental bikes? Mm-hmm. Oh, the renter scooters. She just, and she had on bad footwear, Lori. I was thinking of you when oh. she said she had on flip-flops. But anyway, she got pretty banged up. Her knees and her feet were pretty banged up from it. So please be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, she was trying to save a bag of almonds, as Ian told me the story. I couldn't stop oh. laughing. <laughs> they're so great, though. And their yeah. Campbell was, you know, scratchy. The little one was yeah. there. It, we just, it was so nice. Yeah, nice to see them. But then today I get on the plane. I'm sitting next to this tall guy, you know, unusually tall. Yeah. And I'm like, well... Finally, after I accused him of taking the plane down because he had his laptop open at takeoff, and I've mm-hmm. never seen anyone be so bold. Yeah. You know, but he's told me he has a program that shuts it off when it needs to. It was Steve Jordan, the tight end from the Minnesota Vikings. Did I know he have that a game, game yesterday? No, he used to play for okay. them. Oh, no. I see. He used to play for them, and he played for the Vikings when we had nine different quarterbacks while mm. he was playing. It was fascinating. We had such a great conversation. His son... Cam Jordan is a pro ball, pro bowler for um, the Saints. Oh, My kids knew him. So okay. I showed the kid the pictures. Well, who's that? Yeah. And then I say the Saints. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But so that was well, kind of a kind of fun, fun Viking you weekend. You got football, and did you keep all your seatmates up who were trying to get a morning nap in, or were you No, no, Friday? I was squeezed between two large men. Oh, were you? Uh-huh. uh-huh. The one on the other side, you know, when you're Don't in the you middle. Love the middle seat? When you're in the middle, <laughs> you should get both armrests, that's the rule. Yes, it is. But when the girth of the person just goes over on your side there's yeah. nothing to do no there isn't no but i we had a he was such a nice guy it yeah. was really kind of fun well that is fun because last week when i flew home from paris i sat next to the crabbiest woman so i was in the middle oh you were casey is in the window uh-huh. we were economy you know yeah. comforts a little bit but she was such a I, I it's been a long time since i've flown next to somebody in that bad of a mood Horrible. And I, I mean, like, how do you have a bad mood uh, coming it, home from, from France or wherever she was coming home? Why from? was she so crabby? I don't know. She, she first she said, she said, uh, I'm really cold, but I don't dare open the blanket, take take out of the plastic. And she goes, I go, why? It's a long flight, lady. Yeah, I said, <laughs> why not? And she said, oh, they just pick them up and put them back in those oh, plastic bags. I, I said, they're sealed bags, <laughs> right? At least they seal them first. Yeah, I mean, they're sealed bags. <laughs> right. And then she wouldn't eat anything. Oh and by gosh. the time the flight landed, she was probably starving. 
She turned up her nose at everything. Hmm. Crabby people are crabby. Yeah, they're, they're, thank you, Captain Huffy. I know, but they really <laughs> crabby people. But I did watch Book Club. Oh, on the plane, yeah. And I thought oh. it was kind of it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. cute. Yeah. yeah, it is. So you know, I didn't see the end. I had like hated three, three minutes left. But hated I was, Jane Fonda's red wig. Besides that, I thought the movie was cute. Diane Keaton's hair was amazing. Amazing. That's kind and, of a fun movie. And Candace Bergen was uh, hilarious. hilarious. And yeah, it, it was just a good, good B movie. Yeah, it was very. Yeah. You didn't really miss anything at the end. I mean, she does get. Yeah. Don't you? Well, don't you want to just know? Mm-mm. No. All right. Okay. Other people are okay. flying this week. Okay, oh, fine. Right. It's on their Delta. No. It's right. one of the okay, movies. Fair enough. Listen, tonight it is TV's biggest night. We feel slightly discombobulated, Julia, because she got up early this morning and has been on a funapalooza for three days. But it is usually the Emmys are on a Sunday night, always. And now the red carpet is going to start during our show, and we're going to have to race home. Well, we're going to do commentary. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see if I can find the station. But when we come back, uh, we're going to get just a little inside look at some of the nominations and also hear from, I think we're both excited for the host, Colin Che. Michael Che. Mi- Michael and Che Colin, and Michael and, and uh, Colin Jones. Yes. Yeah, those two from SNL. <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, we got, we're, we're doing the diaper drive again, yes. Julia. We've got another hurricane, and we need to... Step it up, and so we are doing a, um, B. Arthur's been in touch with the North Carolina Diaper Bank. They need uh, diapers desperately, you know, in the shelters and things right. like that. People don't have enough, so we're going to be collecting, like we did last year for the hurricanes in uh, Texas and Florida, we'll be in uh, the Rosedale parking lot Okay, uh, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. The truck will be there Lena Bradley, Stephen Ryan are going to be showing up there. And then uh, Thursday at the General Store in Minnetonka from 9 a.m. to 6. Alexis and Dom will be there at 11 to noon, and we'll be there from noon to, to one. 1 on Thursday. So they, size 4 and 5. Are those that the makes, sizes? That's okay. what they really need a lot of. I'm okay. thinking that must be toddler size. Mm-hmm. And then um, wipes. Oh, good idea. Wipes. And if people want to donate cash, you can do that. Um, you just go to, what is it, um, mytalk1071.com, keyword diaper, mm-hmm. and we have a spot where people can do that. All right, cool. Yeah, so thanks for that. It's Channel 49, Lori. Just, just as we did last year, yeah. Ungerman Restoration is helping us out. Very nice. Which is awesome. Yeah. Okay, so um, the Emmys are tonight. Yes, uh, weird, but yes. Supposedly, uh, it was because of the football yesterday that they couldn't roll out the... It's the yellow carpet for the Emmys. And I heard on Friday from a very good source that someone who will not be on the red carpet, maybe maybe a behind-the-scenes thing, but will not be front and center for E, is Ryan Seacrest again. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because Juliana's back now. But. Interesting. Just. Okay. He wasn't there for the Oscars, was he? Yeah, he was. Right after the whole thing came out with the, his stylist. He was there and no one talked to him. Oh, yeah, no one Remember? talked to him. That's right. It was, it was super, so uncomfortable. Super awkward. It was the next week and it was yeah. so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that that's makes... what our person, that's what uh, the person that we know okay. who was at some rehearsal stuff over the weekend. That was the that was the rumor. I I think that's Behind probably the a true statement that, that Ryan wouldn't be at the Emmys. He's always done the Emmys, but he wasn't on Kelly today, so oh. he might be. I don't know. Maybe they'll have him back at the pool, like they did with Juliana at and the Oscars, and have her be on the red carpet so they get people to or talk have to him. them do it together so it's not as awkward. 
it's awkward no matter no we'll matter see. no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there will be publicists who will walk away from me. I'm, you know, so we'll have to see. Well, here's a little uh, thing from the from the uh, hosts who, um, of course, SNL. They're so charming together. They've been doing a lot of interviews. Michael Che and Colin Jost, and Colin Jost is dating. Scarlett Johansson. Yes, he is. And uh, so let's start with that. This is a little audio from the Today Show. Oh, okay. I, I was going to play the wrong one there. So do you no, want... let's play the one about with the with the gentleman All who right, are hosting we'll the show tonight. All right, here we go. What can we expect? There's a lot of moving pieces always at an award show, and there's a lot of surprise guests. So we're kind of figuring it out still as we go. We have a plan, a great plan, isn't that right, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> Alec as Trump. I mean, you've got all these SNL friends that you can call on. We're having Trump, but Alec's not doing it. <laughs> it's going to be Roseanne. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> She's going to tell everyone what she really thinks. We just told her, look, go up there and speak from the heart and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say anything bad about Roseanne because you guys actually are really good friends. <laughs> Okay. And of course, he was meaning Michael Jones. I don't know. I, I think these two have good chemistry together. That wasn't the best example. No, Let's, play the next no, sorry. Let's play the next one. How are you guys alike? How are you different? Are we different? I'm wearing a pink hoodie and he's wearing a cashmere sweater. That doesn't tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Two comedians from two very different backgrounds using jokes to take on the world and sometimes each other. Are nerves starting to set in? Well, nerves, of course. I would not be able to be going through and doing this without Michael, so I'm very happy. I can do it alone. <laughs> Probably more fun. <laughs> Who else would rope you into all this fun press stuff? <laughs> They've been out there for a month. Are you kidding me? No, that, they're out there a month because I don't know if there's going to be any pre-tape bets. Les Moonves, his uh, invitation was retracted. I'm sure it was. Um, you know, they. I was reading on the plane this morning in USA Today. They said that the Emmys numbers have fallen so bad. Like all the awards. Well, like all of them last two years. So Lauren Michaels is producing with, you know, Michael Che and Colin Jolst, and they just want to keep it fresh and do something different. They don't want to be like Tina Fey. And Why not? They were so good. I know it, but that's what they said. We don't want to be like them. All right. But we want to keep the show going. It's going to be three hours. It's on NBC tonight at 7 o'clock here. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pre-show. they're having a pre-show yeah. with a red carpet and everything. Right. Let's play the last one about who they might be making fun of. While Colin insists they don't plan on making the night too political, when it comes to celebrities, Michael says no one is safe. Let's talk about the fact that you're going to have all these celebrities. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They're going to be staring back at you. You might be poking fun at them a little bit. Yeah. Normally, when you poke fun at celebrities, they're not right there with you. How is that going to be for you? I don't. I have no problem with making fun of people all the time. I think everybody's funny, and they should be reminded of that. I don't care if it's children, Stranger Things kids. You think you're safe? <laughs> you're not safe. You're gonna go after I'm Millie Bobby after. Brown? Yeah, her nose is gonna bleed from fear. <laughs> oh no! I'm kidding. She's like a nice girl. As the excitement builds, Colin and Michael say they're mostly looking forward to the after parties, where they could be celebrating with an award in hand. SNL, after all, nominated for 21 Emmys. What would the headline say about you two the next day? Well, it depends on where the headline is. I mean, Breitbart is going to be very excited. That's all we'll say. <laughs> I think the headlines are going to say Roseanne's back. <laughs> and in a big way. <laughs> Oh boy! And those guys wore the same outfits, and then we were on. They were on Access Live with Kit and Natalie this morning, and um, but they both were like, "Well, we've been practicing and rewriting jokes and everything. The best thing about it will be the party because then it's over, and if we bomb." What are they going to do? Not ask us to do it again? Exactly. Yeah, that'd be fine with that. I mean, it's an honor and a burden at the same yes, time. Exa- it is. I, and I hope Justin Timberlake doesn't go with Jessica Biel. For Sinner? Yeah, I really hope that uh, with everything that came out about Les Moonves and about him crying like a little baby bitch to get his Grammy gig and pleading for him to go and not for her to go, I don't want... I don't want him to show up with her tonight and take away her thunder. Because she's nominated for lead actress in a limited series. For The Sinner. And I know she's not going to win, but that show, she was great in that show. I know, maybe. She could, because she's up against Laura Dern in The Tale. I never saw it. Yeah. Michelle Dockery in Godless. Not many people watched. Edie Falco, Law & Order, the Menendez Menendez brother. Oh, okay. Regina King, Seven Seconds, and Sarah Paulson, American Halt. Horror story cult, which no one liked. Yeah, maybe so she, she really will. has a chance. She's okay. I thought she would be up against some of the big little no, eyes lady, that but that was last year. That last yeah. year, so she could really have a chance. Well, this is my question to you guys. Okay, so an outstanding comedy series. Just who do you guys think is going to win? Atlanta, Barry, Blackish, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glow, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Silicon Valley, or Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, Marvelous Mrs. That Maisel. would be my hope. Yeah, but Donnie, who do you think is going to win? I think that is yeah. for me. I think I think who I, it will win, and yeah. I and I hope it miss marvelous uh, yeah, Mrs. Maisel wins. I'm, I'm both on those. Yeah, hope, to hope and think will. Yeah, so. I never finish it, but I, when we come back, I want to ask you because you finally watched The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah, think- we'll come back. We've we've got another little thing about some of the people that are up and what are the big. You know, Netflix has more than HBO for the first time ever. Blah blah blah, and maybe a little Emmy party gossip are likely tonight 61 for the low and again a chance of thunderstorms again tomorrow with a high of only 70 and right now we got plenty of rain all across the metro uh, with 63 degrees at my talk now you know what we know see more at mytalk 1071.com
you no excuses. We will be watching the Emmys tonight. So the Emmys won't ever be on Sunday night as long as there's Sunday night football. But there was always been in the past, I thought, Sunday night football. Well, it depends on who's carrying it because NBC carries Sunday night football and there's just no way. Yeah. They're learning no way, no way, no way. No way, no No, way. No, no way. So let's, uh, let's just get a little recap of... All the shows that are nominated, networks, who's got the most, and all that sure. kind of stuff. And then we'll weigh in. I know we all want to weigh in on who Absolutely. we want to win some of this stuff. In this era of peak TV, there's no shortage of compelling shows or characters, be it a queen, a comic, or a handmaid. Some fresh faces are poised for breakthroughs, but the 70th annual ceremony promises plenty of familiar favorites. Game of Thrones is back after a year away, garnering the highest number of nominations, 22, making it the most nominated drama in Emmy history. And with Peter Dinklage, Nicholas Coaster-Waldau, and Lena Headey all up for supporting acting nods, the Lannister family could walk away with Emmy gold. But in the best drama category, The Handmaid's Tale is looking for back-to-back wins, with star Elizabeth Moss also up for Best Actress again. Is this what freedom looks like? The best dramatic actor race may be between last year's winner Sterling K. Brown of NBC's This Is Us and the Americans' Matthew Reese. And here we are. In the comedy category, it looks to be a showdown between Atlanta and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, good, then you'll love this. The marvelous Rachel Brosnahan is expected to win for lead comedic actress, but perhaps the category with the most drama is comedic actor. Donald Glover is riding a hot Lana wave, hoping to win for the second year in a row. We're trying to- William H. Macy is nominated for a fifth time for Shameless, but has never won for his role. And Bill Hader as Barry is a freshman Dark Horse favorite. They say I got something. This year's Emmys hold some potentially poignant and notable moments. Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown is up for six <laughs> posthumous Emmys. And if Allison Janney wins Best Actress in a Comedy for Mom, she will have won an Emmy in all four major acting categories. Ow! All of this star power in the hands of first-time hosts, SNL Weekend Update co-anchors Colin Jost and Michael Che, who are nominated for an Emmy themselves. What are you all most looking forward to Emmy night? I'm very looking forward to the party because it means that we're... We've we're done with it, and we get to actually celebrate with all the, our friends that are there. You can see they're really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's actually, over, basically. I do have a preview with Michael and Colin coming up in a little bit. I mean, yeah. when you Twins think about it, Lori, that they've been out there for a month mm-hmm. practicing the funny stuff, and we're going to have no. three days, Lori, yeah. for <laughs> six minutes? A friend of mine yesterday... This is insane. A friend of mine yesterday, she was like, you know... I took improv in theater in you know I in college and she said you know are, what are you and Julia doing right now and I said what do you mean she said <laughs> for practicing for learning for for like improv or I said well we were going to maybe watch some YouTube videos of Phyllis Stiller <laughs> right and, well that's not improv and Joan Rivers <laughs> and I know and, and I was just like she goes well if I were you I'd contact the Brave New Work shop and I'm like no no they don't want us to do it anything but everybody is doing it but us what do you mean i know everybody's starting their monologues and getting everything ready and researching researching what we don't know what there's but they're starting to write their stand-up thing oh i don't believe i don't believe that either 
I think that's smack talk. Yeah. Do you? I no. do. I think it's I'm, smack I'm very worried, but the, I love that talk. she said we should be contacting the Brave New Workshop. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm dead serious. I'm thinking, and they've been out there for a month. Yeah. You know, you can't teach improv like that. It's you just can't. I'm, not, I'm, I'm focusing on stand-up. Well, not okay, kneeling stand-up right. where two people can right, do it. The real right. stand-up stand-up. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Well, I guess they go out for a, a month early because there's so much money being invested in it. Or I, I have, I have no idea. Let's just talk <laughs> okay. about. Let's okay. just talk about the fact: Will the Emmys be dominated by white walkers, handmaids, or the Russian American spies? All right. Well, let's figure it out. Okay. okay. So- Let's go through this. So for outstanding drama series, Lori, yes. the Americans, The Crown, Game of Thrones, Handmaid's Tales, Stranger Things, nope, This Is Us, nope, Westworld out. All right, who do you think is going to win? I would love if the Americans won because right. I thought that last season was just culminated the sixth season. That show was consistently great year after year after year. I'd love it if that one would win. I agree. But I think... That Game of Thrones All right. is going to win, and 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 now that you've even watched Hands Made, Handmaid's Tale, yeah, okay, I'm going to say Game of Thrones. Okay. Donnie? I am going to say Handmaid's Tale. Okay. okay, I think it was an exceptionally strong season for them. You're in the minority on that. I know. Yeah. Okay. What about outstanding comedy series, Mrs. Maisel? Maisel we you said. guys both think yeah. that Lori Donnie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, lead actor in a limited series. Now this is where Darren Chris. For the assassination of Gianni Versace, Antonio Banderas, Benedict Cumberbatch for Patrick Melrose, Jeff Daniels, The Looming Tower, John Legend, Jesus Christ Superstar, or Jesse Plemons, Black Mirror. Darren, I think Darren, Darren Chris, Chris is going to win. Donnie, what do you think? I agree completely. Yeah, All right. Darren All right, Chris. Chris. Same with that. And then um, lead actor in a comedy series, Anthony Anderson, Blackish. Ted Dance in The Good Place, Larry David Curb, Your Enthusiasm, Donald Glover, Atlanta, Glover. Mm-hmm. Bill H- Hader Barry, or William H. Macy. I think William H. Macy might win. No. No? No, Donald Glover is going to win again. I agree with Lauren. Mm-hmm. Do you, but none of do you guys, we don't watch Larry that. David is the weakest link in Curb, Your Enthusiasm. Agree. Atlanta, actually, that show gets hamstrung by being labeled a comedy because it is, it is comedy, but it is also serious. Okay. I... I'm putting my name by William H. Macy just for fun. Okay, just do it. Do it, do it, I'm just going to do it. Supporting actor in a comedy series. No. We're not going to do this. We're We're not doing it. Lead actor and actress in a comedy series. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Rachel Brosnahan, hands down. How many people can handle that? Dialogue. That rapid fire dialogue. And anyone who can deserves every award possible. I just don't see... But you don't think they'd throw one to Grace and Frankie? We don't watch it, but people no, love this no, season. No, Tracy no. Ellis Ross. She won last year. Issa Rae, Insecure. No. Allison Janney, Mom. No. All right. I think it's going to be uh, Rachel Brosnahan from right. Marvelous Maisel. I'm going to go with you guys on that one, yeah. even though I never finished it. And then lead actor in a drama series. Now, this is... Mm. Sterling K. Brown won last year okay. for This Is Us. So and now he's up against... Jason Bateman, Ozark. Milo Mentevilia. Yep. Mentevilia. Matthew Rise, The Americans. Mm-hmm. Ed Harris, Westworld. And Jeffrey Wright, Westworld. <sighs> I want uh, Matthew Rice. Reese. Reese. Same, the Americans. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's who I'd like to win. All right. So that's the Emmy it. loves to re-nominate people. So Sterling K. Brown, a lot of people expect him to be a repeat winner. I don't want him to win. Yeah. He already won. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. 
Okay, so lead actress in a drama series, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve. Oh, she's so Tatiana Maslany, Orphan Black. Carrie Russell, The Americans, never has won anything yet. Claire Foy, The Crown. Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale. Evan Rachel Wood, Westward. I think Sandra Oh is going to win. I hope so. But I would like Carrie Russell to also get acknowledged. Either Sandra Oh or Carrie Russell. Elizabeth Moss, I will say, she did win this last year. Yes, she did. And she got robbed all the years she played Peggy on Mad Men. She did, because she was brilliant. She was brilliant on that thing. And I've never seen eyeball acting the way I have from Elizabeth Moss. (laughs) Because you watch Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, she is the queen of eyeball acting and making you feel so much with those eyes. But... um, I want Sandra Oh or so Carrie Russell to win. So yeah. do I. But she, again, the Emmys likes to do two-peat and three-peat and four-peat and five-peat. They really well, do. Well, look they at lose. Veep. Yeah. Look at Julia yeah. Louis-Dreyfus. All right, Donnie, who do you think is going to win? I'm going with Sandra Oh okay. on that. And then the only other one, like... Um, I think the assassination of Johnny, Johnny Versace, Versace for limited, limited series. series yes. Even though the Looming Tower... That it was wasn't an, a nominee. Okay, but that was an amazing show. Godless was an amazing it show. Was. Donnie liked the Picasso one. I did. Um, what else yeah. is on the that? The Alienist and Patrick Melrose. Yeah, I didn't watch. Yeah, I watched The Alienist. It's good, but not deserving of a win. Okay. Gianna Versace was unbelievable. That show was incredible. Yeah. I'd love it if Louis Anderson would win again for supporting actor for comedy. I'd love it if that came true. A two because he won last year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that Henry Winkler on Barry and he want did him to steal win. that mm-hmm. show every time he was on because yeah. I did watch that HBO I, yeah. show. Oh, did you? I never saw I that. Want, yeah. I want him to win just for... He plays this washed up actor turned drama teacher and he's teaching Bill Hader who no longer wants to be a hitman who wants to do acting? comedy and improv and acting. We should watch that <laughs> show too. But did you like that, Barry? It was on HBO? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I did. And then, uh, you know, I mean, I would love it if there'd be a few wins here and there for like The Crown and Homeland. and you I, know. I kind of like, um, yeah, I do too, Lori. But all the Saturday Night Live, there's like there's a lot. There's oh, yeah. a lot of Saturday Night Live. And the and the Emmys, I mean, they had, uh, I mean, the Emmy goes to diversity this year because they had uh, a 20% increase in non-white actors nice. getting nominated over last year. And then they, they already made history when all four guest acting awards went to black actors because Tiffany Haddish won one for SNL, Cat Williams for Atlanta, Samira, Samira Wiley for The Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. and uh, Ron Safis Jones for This Is Us. Remember, he played um, Sterling K. Brown's Stan. dad. Yeah, I love that. He was so good. You know, I'm just going to go out there. I want Mandy Patinkin to win for Homeland. For Homeland, same. I, he he's, needs, he's... He's so good. He's so good. He is so good. Okay. All right, listen. Well, something big went down this weekend. The Emmy parties were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Jennifer Aniston showed up at a party for the first time in 16 years, an Emmy party. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And uh, there was also fisticuffs, as witnessed by Allison Hannigan, at a party last night in Hollywood, and you would not believe it went down. Turn it up. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. So Jennifer Aniston was at an Emmy party. Julia, she was... Back in the day, we saw her at the Emmys all the time because the Friends, Friends cast yeah. were nominated all the time. Jennifer won the Emmy for Lead Actress in a Comedy in 2002. Let's just have a little gossip nostalgia. She Her date that night, of course, was her husband of two years, Brad yep. Pitt. She had They'd the been wet, married. long hair look, didn't she? Yes, oh. and they kissed when she won, and they both, he had long hair. They just looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been 16 years. And, Has it been that long? And after Friends was over, Jennifer moved away from television, you know, moved yep. into movies. The Emmys were not her award show anymore, and they... But... Now we are in the time of prestige TV and actors are of, not looking down their nose at television. No, no. no, and she's returning to TV soon with a series with Reese Witherspoon. Right, on Apple TV. Yes. Yep. And Which we don't know what that is yet. But we don't it's know there. what it is, but she's back <laughs> on. She was hanging out at a pre-Emmy party with the Netflix content, uh, content chief, Ted Sarandos, who's considered one of the most powerful players in TV production. BMOC, Big Man on Campus. That's you right. Know it. She just wrapped a movie for Netflix with Adam Sandler. She was probably there supporting her buddy Jason Bateman yes. for Ozark. Yes. And, um, you know, I like the idea of Justin Thoreau after exiting his boring life, and I use that in quotations with Jennifer Aniston, that she's the one who's going next level with her work. I just love oh, that next idea. Level. I do. No kidding. I really do. I, well, and Justin Thoreau is on that. TV show that Netflix series that no one could explain. No one even knew the name of it. It was like horrible. What uh, was it? You know what I'm talking about. I don't um, know. I, I'm not sure. What the you're one that was on okay. Showtime is that well, show? Was, no, not that one. I, I have to look it up. Okay. Um, or you could, Donnie, under yeah, Justin Throw IMBD. Okay, I'll check. Yeah, I know it doesn't even occur to Donnie. I know to do it that. didn't. No, I just I'm already. But you're not thinking about it. the show, The Leftovers. Are no, you? no, okay. no, no. Something else. All right. Well, last night going into a pre-Emmy party, uh, you know who Allison Hannigan is, right? She's the redheaded girl from um, Bandcamp. From um, what's the name of that American Pie? American Isn't Pie, that her? Yeah. And now I met yep. your mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so she. Has she? She's last night. She says walked into a party behind Tom Arnold and saw him and Mark Bar- Burnett get into a fight. Thought it was a joke until security jumped in. Hashtag why stay at home. And then an hour later, she just tweeted Jeff Probes, the host of Survivor, yeah. tried to break it up and then all in capital letters, crazy. Okay, so so last night. Uh, at the party, at this pre-Emmy party, this fancy party, um, uh, an eyewitness, Burnett and his wife, Roma Downey, had just yes. arrived at the party and walked up the staircase to get inside. 
Now, this is where there's differentiating accounts Mm -hmm. um, that when they got to the top of the stairs, Tom Arnold charged at them and pushed Burnett. And the eyewitness says Burnett pushed Tom Arnold back. And then Tom Arnold ripped Burnett's crucifix off his neck, breaking it. Arnold said it was a gold chain. The (laughs) altercation lasted no more than 30 seconds. And everybody stayed at the party. Now, Tom Arnold said that Burnett rushed at him and tried choking him. But <laughs> yeah. earlier yeah. in he the tried, day... He literally tried to murder me, yeah. is the headline today. And earlier in the day, Tom Arnold had told Salon.com that he wanted to confront Mark Burnett, who produced Celebrity Apprentice. Because And The Apprentice and all that. Used, well, just wait, okay. but I mean, that's what Mark Burnett is. He's a producer in television. Yes. And uh, so he wanted to confront Burnett at the Emmys ceremony because, um, and he also was like, like yelled a name at him. We had, we actually had post brawl commentary courtesy of Mark Burnett's wife, Roma Downey, June, Roma Downey, Billy <laughs> Eichner, and Patton Oswald. Mm-hmm. We didn't get any more eye, we got a little eyewitness brawl from Allison uh, Branigan, but yes, Tom Arnold has a show that is debuting on Viceland on Wendy, Wednesday night mm-hmm. in, uh, the hunt for the Trump tapes is what right. the show is yes. called. Yes, and I know what you mean. Tom Arnold is convinced that Mark Burnett has been sitting on all this tape of Donald Trump when he was on The Apprentice of him saying a lot of terrible things. Yes. Terrible things, right. Okay, so, um, so a lot of people are looking side-eye at Tom Arnold because he told Salon.com that he was going to... That he wanted to confront yeah. him. yep. At the Emmy ceremony. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess Tom filed a police report with the LAPD. Yeah. And um, I don't know. You know. It's it's hard to think. I mean, we see so many people doing things for publicity and to get mm-hmm. the name out there. Right. Because we probably wouldn't have known the hunt for the Trump tapes television show, really, because we don't follow... Tom Arnold, he isn't an A-lister. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, I had, haven't ever watched a show on Vice. I will say, after I saw this, I did DVR it. I just thought, okay, I, I don't even I'll know look. where it is. Well, I, if you do yeah. on your DVR, if yeah. you just, you know, how you can yeah, type yeah, in a yeah, thing yeah. and it gives you the channel. The first episode is Tom Arnold confronting Howard Stern about all the time Stern had Donald Trump on over the years about why doesn't he release right. whatever tapes. And didn't Tom Arnold and and Donald Trump were former friends? Tom Arnold was on The Apprentice. Yeah. I mean, like half of Hollywood mm-hmm. was on that show. Exactly. You know, I never, I hated that show. We did, and you couldn't pronounce it, but you have learned 16 years later. Yeah. Or however long ago I, it was. I didn't like that show because I didn't like the host. Didn't like him as a television host then, and I, you know, really don't like Whatever. him anymore now. But I did watch it the year that Joan Rivers was well, on. Of course we did. Because. She's Joan Rivers, She's and Joan Melissa Rivers. was on, yeah. and the polka player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of good. So who the heck knows, but people were having fun. Patton Oswalt, um, uh, no, it was Billy Eichner. He posted a photo of him with um, after the fight and said, everyone in L.A. is shaken. Hold your loved ones tight. So I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you know. Well, and I love it that um, Burnett's wife tweeted out that she has a bruise. On her hand. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a bruise on my hand because I just can you hit, get a bruise that fast? Lori, I I touch something wrong and I get a bruise. You but know over, I do that. You can get it like yeah. five minutes later. Oh, they show up. Yeah. 
they don't usually. Usually, bruises take some well, time. They you really would just expect that it's not instantaneous. No, it's not instantaneous. Yeah. Try and give yourself a bruise right I now. I don't want to. I, I already <laughs> right. walked into my chair earlier and it hurt. Let's see if yeah, I see if, if you got a bruise yet. I do have a bruise right there. Well, I was. And don't say, how are you going to be able to tell with all those spots on your leg? I wasn't going to say <laughs> that. Whoa, a little, def- little def- defensive, yeah. aren't you? No, because I can't really tell because I have all the spots on yeah. my legs. But Mark Burnett. <laughs> I'm just outing myself. Yeah, Mark Burnett, who produced The Apprentice, as well as, you know, other shows, that he says he has no access to the tapes because they're owned by, by MGM. MGM, oh. MGM oh. is what he says. So... Anyway, I mean, that is just a little bit of hoo-ha that happened last night. So On the way to a party. On the way, yeah, at the damn party. Mm-hmm. And NBC just got a lockdown eight years with the Golden Globes. So. They had a bundle of money, too. Yeah, they did pay a lot, a lot of money. $60 million a year. Yeah. Wow. Yep. They are gambling a lot there. All right, we will be back.